0: This is Chie Satanaka, and you're listening to the
1: Giant Sword Podcast. You better eat more meat.
0: Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick. Joining me as always is Taylor. What up? And Shadow. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, everybody? It's been a a nice nice calm two weeks, you know. Nothing to really do.
1: Yeah, no news. There's been some games that have come out, not not uh not in the way of JRPGs, but you know, we had that big rush, you know, and now now we just wait for Nier. I mean there's
0: a ton there's a ton of cool news coming out, but a
1: lot of it's not
0: JRPG related. When does Dom near come out? A couple
1: weeks, I think. Uh, I want to say. Oh god, yeah, it's near the end of the month. I don't know specifically though.
2: End of A- April. Yeah. i like, I, like I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to play it, but I kind of, I'm in no rush to actually, you know, get it and stick my teeth into it.
1: Yep. No, I hear you. I mean. I liked Nier Automata plenty, you know? And then um, I, I I feel a little burnt out on reviews right now. So I'm just looking at that. I'm like, do I want to make a video about that? No. Because <laughs> it was like back to back to back to back games. And so now I'm just like,
0: nope, I'm good. <laughs> Not today, Zerg. That's right.
2: It's, it's kind of like, like, it looks good. It looks good from an action standpoint. But it's like, eh. I don't need to spend... I mean, how long is the game? Probably like, what, 30 hours or something like that? 25 hours?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a remake, so we could probably figure
2: it out. But Oh, IGN um, already has a review out. Oh, really? Really? Wow. Yeah, they do.
0: So it's a remake, and it's from a PS3 era, so it's probably about six hours long.
2: That's true, yeah. It can't be that long. Let me see how, they, how long the first one took to beat.
1: Oh, 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 oh! Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Yeah, it says about twenty hours on how right. long to beat yeah, for the main hours. story, which is it says twenty-one for Near Automata, but like Automata had all these like weird, um, like you could beat the game by going in the wrong direction, getting like a joke ending, you know?
2: Yeah, so. I, I'm sure that's like all all the endings, probably A through Z, I'm thinking, or at least the main one, which I think. forgot which one was the main one was but i i I beat that i beat all three stories so i was good with the um with the game
1: yeah same yeah i got a couple joke endings here and there but i you know i got the the quote-unquote real ending or whatever
2: there's probably there's probably a good amount of people out there that just did two b's and they just put the game down i know that's that's funny because it's like uh you're not even close yeah exactly (laughs) Which I'll admit, because I do remember when I played it, it, it's tempting to say, oh, I beat the game. uh, That's pretty much it. But I'm like, nah, no. Still got to go through 9S, and then I go through A2. So we'll go with that. Which I didn't like on 9S's opening mission, because I kept dying like three times. If you die anywhere during the stage, you got to start the whole damn stage all over again. Cutscenes included. Yeah,
1: there's a, there's a level in 2B's playthrough where you, you're going up this tower, and it's the same way. There's no saving. There's no auto-save. You have to start from the beginning if
2: you die. And I'm
1: like, oh, my God, this is... I so I, I, I,
2: which I blame modern gaming for spoiling us like that. Because I remember yeah. back in the day, starting from the beginning was normal.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, but I we have a LHG a cast of Taylor quitting near Automata twice, specifically oh, at that point. Yep, Oh, man. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> if someone could find that episode, good luck, because I don't know where this those, those uh, podcasts are.
1: I think there's someone's yep. channel. And I can't remember if it was that or or Giant Sword Podcast. I can't remember, but either way, definitely Rage Quit. <laughs> mm. Speaking of Rage Quit, I haven't Rage Quit
0: or anything um (laughs) i've been uh i haven't really been playing anything just messing around with uh unreal tournament that's what fun unreal tournament yeah interesting some classic games that's because of connor actually oh really yeah like last week i went over to connor's house and he was like hey you have unreal tournament i'm like yeah of course i have Unreal tournament and he's like bring over your laptop let's see if we can play and we played some uh LAN, and we're having a lot of fun so I bought a bought a server and now I have a server turn it for me and Connor to play. <laughs> wow! So Connor and I, I can play. That. I mean, anyone can join. It's just funny that it. I just remember like always wanting a server, and now when I look at it, it's like, oh, it's only ten dollars a month for a a ten man server. That's cheap. It's a lot cheaper than I thought it was gonna be. That's cool. And then, you know how you how I bet you you've been in this mode before, where you're not really into playing some JRPGs. You just want to play other things, the decompress kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Ah. I know, Probably I know. Sh- yeah, I know. Way. Shadow has never had that. <laughs> I could play JRPGs all day every day. Yeah, so all day every day. I've been playing a lot of shooters and stuff like that. But, but big, but a big Boy. butt like this.
1: And you can't lie.
0: Yeah, and um, <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing JRPGs. As well, but not like super into them, you know. Hmm. Just they're there, or in the background. I'm still playing. Oh, good times though. So, there was a big release, and there was a game that uh, came out. (laughs) Um, Monster Hunter Rise. Only one of us has played it, and I know. Maddie's super into it right now because she listened to Monster Hunter. But uh Taylor cannot shut up about this game.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh
0: so can you please explain to me your thoughts or to us? Give us your thoughts on Monster Hunter Rise.
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's good. that it, they built off Monster Hunter World by uh they they seem to slowly be getting rid of like the hardcore. Aspects of Monster Hunter, and they seem to be co- continue to like casualize that. And that sounds negative, but that's to me. Wait, I think it's
0: Wait, wait do
1: you hear that? Yeah, that's Leonard. Is that yeah, Leonard? Len- Leonard is <laughs>
0: screaming right now. Holy yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: for those who don't know, Leonard is a f- friend of ours who is way too into Monster Hunter. He's like, just give it a hundred hours, and then it gets good. He's he's one of those guys, or that, oh, he, he said that's when it starts getting good, or something and he hates monster hunter world like
0: loathes it because, really because they casualize monster hunter
1: oh but he probably doesn't like rise very much because they I'm casualized it. it even more yeah, i'm pretty
0: sure <laughs> he doesn't like rise as well
2: like, yes what, what, what do you guys mean by like they casualize it like what's one of the things are they, like quality of life changes or just making things oh
1: it, it's easier? quality it's quality of life changes because the the core gameplay is the same you still gotta hunt you still gotta fight with the same monster over and over but like, okay, here's a, here's an example. So in Monster Hunter World, they added this, these things called scout flies where you you're, let's say you're on a quest to, hurt, uh, to hunt a Rathalos. That's like the the series monster everybody knows. It's a big dragon. And so what it would do is as soon as you start the level, these scout flies just go off and you have to follow them and they'll lead you to the monster. In past games, you'd have to like find footprints and you'd have to like actually hunt the monster. You'd have to find it and stuff like that. But now, in rise they got they got rid of scout flies, and now it's just like you pull up the map and it just tells you where the monsters are, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, are like
0: another thing is uh like sharpening your weapon before you actually had to sharpen hmm. your weapon with certain with certain rocks to uh to do more damage and stuff like that and I think in in a world, it just automatically gives you the sharpening, so you just can sharpen it whenever you want, and I think it gives you the buff the entire time, so there is no reason to get different type of sharpeners. And same with food, I think. I think food buffs are really are like universal now. Before, like different foods give you different buffs. And the better the food, the better the buffs. And I think now it just automatically gives you the buffs, depending on, like...
1: Yeah, that's kind of true. So the sharpening is definitely true. So they give you a, a sharpening stone, and you can use it infinite amount of times, and you don't have to find it. It's just you get it, and then you have it. So food is before you go on a hunt, you have to pick the kind of food you want to cook and it gives you different kinds of buffs. So you still have to choose, you can only choose three different kinds. Um and then there's and sometimes there's only a percentage chance that it will like uh proc or whatever or like activate. So you still have to choose carefully, but um but yeah, it's a lot of the the more hardcore aspects they got rid of, and I, I think they made it more fun. So I think they also really, um, the, it seems like they're just trying to cut down the time from starting a mission to fighting a monster. Because in the last one, like I said, you had in world, you had to have the scout flies lead you to the monster. You had to walk there. Now you have these things called palamutes where basically they're just like rideable dogs and so as soon as the mission starts you can hop on your dog and you can like sprint to the monster. You don't have to run, you don't have to follow scout flies. You just look at your map and it'll tell you where it is. So it cuts down on that. And then they added this thing called the wire bug, which I think is really cool. It's a cool innovation that is has nothing to do with casualizing the game, but it's um
0: it's a new weapon. Basically
1: it's it's like a tool. It's not really a weapon. Um so like for example, if you're trying to get up to a ledge, you can launch your bug, and it's like a grappling hook, kind of. And you can use that in combat, too. Like, each um, weapon has a different, like, wire bug attack that you can use it for. So, I'm using the long sword right now. And I have, I've come across two, like, wire bug attacks. So, one of them is, like, this move where, like, it just launches me in the sky, and then I'll just, like, go straight down and stab the monster. And then another one is... It's like a anime slash. You know, sometimes in anime, like it looks like they just slash once, but then the animation, it's like a million cuts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So it does something like that. So you have to aim it just right and then you like just zip by the monster, but then it like explodes with a bunch of damage. <laughs> um and then the wirebug can also, if you like set a trap right, you can ride the monster and you can ride pretty much every monster, I think, or every large monster, which I don't think you could do before i could be wrong about that
0: so it was a dragon's dogma
1: yeah basically (laughs) yeah um but uh yeah no it's and i gotta say it is a surprisingly good looking switch game like i every time i see like cutscenes or the monsters doing stuff i'm like wow this is like kind of impressive for a switch game because every time you see a switch game it's like gimped somehow or it doesn't look good or it doesn't run good this runs really well it looks pretty great um for again for a switch game but uh yeah it's just really addicting it's that loop of like okay you fight a monster you get the parts you make a new piece of gear now i gotta fight a harder monster and to fight the harder monster i need to like build out armor sets and get different weapons with different weaknesses so it's just like this never-ending loop of Mm -hmm. i need to constantly be fighting harder monsters and getting different gear to fight the harder monsters so and And you know it's fun too, because the it, there's a uh, a social component that's what I loved about when I played world is everybody was playing, and we were always on discord playing together so the other day actually uh Shadow was playing with uh Blake, who's on your podcast, and uh yeah, we were playing together, and that was that's always fun so
0: uh, so i so I could say that you're really into this game,
1: yeah, so I've put about <laughs>
0: thirty five forty hours so far' <laughs> Yeah, M- Maddie was like. Hey, hey, Nick. Does Taylor not have a life? Because whenever ah. I whenever, I'm, whenever I start playing Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, he's online. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, so right now, I'll I'll say this. That's pretty much all I did this last weekend. Nice. I had every intention of like, oh, I'm gonna work on the channel and work on some videos and stuff. Nah, it didn't happen. I just played Monster Hunter pretty much, sun up to sundown, and then See? um. That's what yes. I'm
0: that's what I'm like. I'm like, I'm after work, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to work on the channel. I'm gonna update some stuff, I'm gonna make some videos, and then I fall asleep for six hours. <laughs>
2: Every day. And honestly, I, I want a game that that's like that. That's like that for me as it is for um, Taylor and Monster Hunter. Right, the last couple of games I played, like they low-key felt like obligations almost. Like um, mm. I think, what was it, Atelier Riser. Like I like Riser, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the game, but it's like I didn't go out of my way to play. I just played it because you know it was new game out the time, and I just, I guess I, ha- I guess I had to play it. And then um, it it took me forever to beat Persona Five Strikers. That was a game that I literally took off for like three days, almost to a week, and I didn't even play it. Like, I, like I, I, I didn't care, which is interesting because I love Persona Five. Um, I don't think it's, it's as good as Persona Four. But um, definitely is the best Persona 5, Persona game I think in the series. But um, Strikers is just even though it was good, I just felt no priority to play it to get to, to play it and get it out the way. It almost felt like a um a chore to um finally get it done. I had to say to myself, all right, after this, after you're done with um your day and stuff like that, sit down at the computer, open up Persona Five Strikers, and don't stop until you beat it. Like I've never had that problem before with any games I have played. I don't know. Maybe I'm just look. I'm looking for that game. I'm looking for that game.
0: I just remember. I think it was last week. I just always saw you on Persona Five Strikers. I don't know if you were just left the game on. No,
2: I left the game on. I <laughs> yeah. definitely left the game on for like a good. I left the game on for like a good three days. That's why um Steam Steam has it as a hundred and thirty hours I played, even, <laughs> even though the in game time is only forty hours. So. <laughs> Like, That's damn, we were running for that long. I didn't even see it down there. I was like, oh, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. So on Discord, it's like, Persona 5 Strikers. i like, man, Shadow's really into this game. Uh, no, definitely
2: <laughs> not. I mean, I was into it, but not really into it. So let me ask you guys a question. I, I, when you guys mentioned, you guys talk about Monster Hunter Rise and the quality of life, it seems, now I guess we're not applying to all the quality of life changes, but it seems that most of them are just time savers for the most part. And why is it people like, um I forgot you guys' is friend, they just can't, you know, get over the fact that, you know, it's just why should I, should I spend 30 minutes getting from point A to point B or 30 minutes to hunt down this monster when I could just do it in, like, five minutes? Now, I guess that takes away the fun from hunting down the monster, but just in general when it comes to just time-saving things in JRPGs, I feel like sometimes we're really defensive about that stuff. Like that, like most most of the time JRPGs are padded out for like 60 hours or something like that, when you could probably just end up being a JRPG and maybe 10 hours less if you had some quality of life um, changes.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because I think the biggest, we may have talked about this in the last episode, or we've I know we've talked about it before, but the one that stands out to me is Xenoblade Chronicles. When they did the definitive edition, I looked at the, the hour discrepancy, I'm like, why are beating people beating this game so much faster? And you guys are like, dude, the first game, of this map was horrible. You're just like lost and you didn't know where you were supposed to go and stuff. I'm like, that's amazing to me. Um so is that casualizing the game? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think that's I think that's making it um better. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I never played any of the older monster hunters, so I don't know how integral like the actual hunting, like how Like, did you have to use different tools to hunt them and to lure them and stuff like that? Like, I just don't remember how it was. But to me, the fun of Monster Hunter is just fighting the monster, getting the gear, fighting them again. So, like, I I think it's to the benefit of the game that they're, like, cutting out all the all the crap in the middle. And plus riding around on your little dog is fun. And so when you're, when you're playing solo, your dog fights with you, actually when it's multiplayer, your dog fights with you too, which is kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Well, being, you know, go speaking on Leonard's point. Leonard is a super in-depth monster hunter fan. Like he loved monster hunter. So if he hates monster hunter world, there's obviously something that they changed that really messed with what he liked about monster hunter.
1: So I get that. But Leonard's also a curmudgeon. That's also true. So <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> he just he, he's angry at everything. He's never happy with anything. Everything sucks. Everything's the worst. Uh, that's what that's what. He's
0: like that. So I
1: think he it's like there is a point,
0: like his point is valid, but he's also really like he it's overblown kind of thing. Like he shouldn't totally. be that, he shouldn't be that mad, but I could see why he's mad. Cause they're changing some things that he liked about the old monster hunters. And they made some systems in monster hunter world and probably rise now like meaningless. Like, why are they even there? If they don't do it, they're not really in depth. It's just like then push button to eat kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. But I don't know if it's like really, I, I, yeah, I can't, you have to find another in depth monster hunter guy. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean okay. uh Leonard is super like has contacts within Capcom who could he who could he could talk to about Monster Hunter. So he could he's able to complain straight to their faces, which is really funny. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Well, did just say well, I I I'm I'm sure there are other people that probably feel the way he does probably to not to his extreme, but hey, these changes they helped the series this this game so just as much as the world it seems so that was exactly
1: what i was gonna say next i mean when monster hunter world becomes your company's best-selling game you kind of just have to follow the money at that point yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said it it is rise has been like a smash hit in japan i mean that so far worldwide it sold five million already which is really i mean that's pretty phenomenal success, I would say. And I, I don't think it's slowing down. I could see it, you know, selling 10 million at least by the end of the year, you know, wait for a sale, whatever, you know, maybe that new, uh, that f- fabled uh, Switch Pro or whatever the hell they're going to call it if that comes out. So, yeah, I I, I think it's fun. I, I will say that the scope, obviously the levels aren't as big. And I think that's probably just because of the switch like it just doesn't have the horsepower that like a ps4 does uh or a ps4 and xbox for that matter um but uh i think this is the future i was talking to blake your buddy blake and he's a big monster hunter guy and i was like do you think this is kind of the direction they're going like do you think they're just going to continue to add these quality of life things and continue to quote unquote casualize? It? he's like oh yeah you know like we were saying with you know how well it's selling and some of it is just genuinely fun, like the, like I was talking about with the wire bug, the, how you can move around the environments and stuff. And so, um,
0: see, there's, yeah. there's a, there's a point where you too casualize it. And that's when you get the new fire, uh, fire emblem game. Yeah. Where, they, where the tactical gameplay is not really there. It's just, they, it's focus, about the waifu simulating, yeah, they, they whatever, just focused yeah. on the visual novel stuff. And it's like, no, go back go go back a little, make Fire Emblem hard, and make it a good strategy <laughs> game again.
2: But, I, I think I think it is still is a a good strategy game. I mean, what do I know? I only played oh I only started with Awakening. I, I do still think the strategy is there, especially towards the um latter of chapters of a fire recent fire emblem games. But yeah, the uh waifus do you know <laughs> put the series on the map, so to speak. And uh and some of the quality of light changes not not even quality light changes i know fire emblem three houses they gave you a a a game mechanic that allows you to turn back turns which is just uh, yeah it's a lifesaver i i gotta admit i could deal without it but if they're gonna give me it and i can't turn it off why am i not gonna use it sometimes i don't know if my attack is gonna hit or if it's gonna miss and it does save it again we come back to time saving it does save me time when that one crucial y- unit takes out that enemy unit instead of missing and fucking me over completely, because <laughs> that happened to me a couple of times.
0: Yeah, that's so, uh, that feature has been in, all, in strategy games for a while. for all, for like tactics. Ogre. Has it? Yeah, Tactics Ogre has it. I think that's a that's just like a thing in Tactics Ogre. Um, I think Project did Project Triangle Strategy have it?
2: No, did not. No, it doesn't. Like the only, the only one I, I, I literally only thought that I was only in Fire Emblem Three Houses, but then I played Shadows of a of Valentina, Valentia, whatever for a little bit. It's all, it's also in there. So I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I guess this, this, this is modern Fire Emblem now. To be able to go back in turns, which I could definitely see a veteran Fire Emblem player getting a little bit upset. As it's in there, and he can't brag to his friends that oh, I beat this game. Well, anybody could beat fire. I well, they can just turn back turns if they mess up something.
0: So you you want to know casual the the what's it called the results of casual casualization? Mm-hmm. People who play Call of Duty, or uh, let's just say the death of arena shooters. Put put people who play shooters now into playing like Unreal Tournament and Quake. They play, play Put them against a good player. They'll quit the game. Because they don't want they don't, they don't they don't want they want don't want to spend the time to actually get good at the game because it actually takes time to get good at. You can't you you don't just run and shoot and kill everything in one hit. You actually have to know how to move, know the maps, know when things spawn, know where things are, know what weapons to use in certain situations. And it's just like it sucks. Like it's cool that uh, gaming has a lot more people playing it. But it mm-hmm. sucks when the quality of games is not as good as the older ones. Yep. And yeah. like I would, lo- like I really want a good arena shooter. But everyone loves Fortnite and Call of Duty. And I'm not <laughs> saying those are, I'm not saying like those are bad games. It's just like try other games. Like it's not. It's stop casualizing everything. Make it easier so everyone. When there's actually mechanics you have to learn, it's uh too difficult for them. So that's what happened with Quake Champions. Quake Champions was like super fun, but it's super high skilled ceiling. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's just like you play someone and you're just like, Oh well, I'm well, I'm gonna die instantly. But it's fun because you actually it's like you have to get past that to actually get good. And I enjoy that. It's like I mean like Taylor if you played a game and you were into it, right? But to play online, you would get like your ass kicked every single game for like the next 10 games, right? And these are like like complete ass wipes. Like you're just getting your butt handed to you. <laughs> How would you yep. feel? I mean you'd it would do, you you would feel demoralized, right? Sure. Like for for example, I got Connor to play Apex Legends. Hmm. And he was getting his like. I was like, okay, this is his first battle royale I'm like, okay, this game, you're gonna play And you're just going to lose You are not You're going to find a team And you're just gonna die instantly Because you gotta learn how to play the game And he was getting So, you know Connor is He was getting <laughs> really pissed off And really annoyed And he was like, man, that's so lame it's so, I hate this, it's so stupid But he stuck with it and he he's really enjoying Apex Legends, like nice. It's just like it's funny because he was super pissed. I was like, oh man, I gave him a game that like he doesn't like at all. But <laughs> I leave his house and he sends me picks over the night. He's like, yeah, I won this game. I did, look at look how I did this game. I'm like wow, he's actually yeah. actually enjoys playing the game. It's cool to see.
2: The wow. interesting thing is that I think like most um, gamers or gamers being bored off now, they don't have that mentality. They want that quick fix. They want that um, instant gratification. They don't want to actually put in the work to, you know, get good, so to speak, at a game. And I can understand that. But the problem is companies are catering towards that individual because they far outnumber the people who actually want to get good, who actually want to, um, you know, try and get better at the game. And as a result, you get casualization pretty much as a result, and you gotta decide if that's what we want for the series, because I'm sure we mentioned it before, I'm sure you guys heard about it before, if Fire Emblem Awakening didn't do what it did with its waifu simulator stuff, it'd be gone. Fire Emblem would be gone. We probably still wouldn't have Fire Emblem game at this point. Well, maybe, who knows. Yeah, but, but. Fu- yeah, but Fire Emblem Awakening
0: is, was like Joan of Arc, so <laughs> yeah. it was still it was still strategy, and it's still good. It, was, it wasn't like super dumbed down. It wasn't like yeah. the Game Boy Advance games. Holy crap, those games were hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but then you, you probably get like a case like um, Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles 1, I wouldn't say it was simple. It was something definitely different. But as you kept going through the series, they kept adding stuff to it to, to make the battles more fun and more complicated. And then when you get to cover Valkyria Chronicles 4, they decided to dial it back a bit. So... People wouldn't get overwhelmed with all the mechanics they added in three and four, so they went back to their roots in Valkyrie Chronicles one. So, you know, everybody can pretty much, I guess, enjoy it, and it could be a lot. It could be a lot more simpler. But as a result, you don't push the series forward. So, it's a it's a weird give and take on this one. Yeah,
1: no, it's it is, and it's, and I think I think Fire Emblem does a pretty good job of writing that line because it still does have you can pick your difficulty and you can pick whether you know if there's permadeath or not permadeath which definitely ups the challenge so i can appreciate that they're trying stuff you know uh but i i think some games that like don't have a difficulty option like i mean this is old at this point but i as an example, like Nino Kuni 2. I remember when that came out, it was just so easy.
0: It was so easy. Oh my
1: gosh. And they eventually, you know, I think they added a hard mode or something, but yeah, they uh, it, it was it was definitely way too easy.
0: <laughs> Man, I forgot that game. Like what what was the point of it? You went to different towns and then you fought like a boss at
1: the town to join your kingdom or something? Oh, no. Yeah, what was the point of the game? I mean, so your your kingdom got overrun by like the rat people or whatever. And so you were trying to go make a new, you're trying to make a new kingdom essentially. And so you were like pulling these people from all over the world and then you had your town, right? And then you would slowly build your town up. So I think that was generally the the point was to, whatchamacallit? Yeah, have a new kingdom.
0: Trying to remember the story of that game.
1: That was it. That was, it, it. that was pretty much it. That
0: was pretty
1: it. So here's the story: a president is in New York, and New York gets bombed, gets nuked. It gets nuked, yeah. <laughs> that's the story. <laughs> and people might think we're joking, but that's literally how the game opens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the game opens. There's a president, and I don't think he gets nuked, but he gets bombed because he comes, goes back to, the, he goes back to that world. That's that true.
1: Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> Damn spoilers! My God, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: but yeah, like right at the beginning, it was just funny because it's like I didn't expect to have like a real world thing, but like right at the beginning, seeing some guy in a car, and then suddenly, okay, this explode this a bomb.
2: Yeah, and suddenly he's easy tied to a different world. It's... Literally, yeah. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, all right. So, let's um. This is actually we were kind of getting into a casualization casualization of games, but easy mode in games, right? Yeah. There's a. Right. Should we be able to shame people who play easy mode games?
2: Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> That's kind I mean, of a brutal it, way to ask it. Yeah, I mean, like, if it's done in, I guess, quote-unquote, fun, but if you're going and harassing people, that's a different case. Uh, I, I, the whole thing started because this one Twitch streamer, and um, she decided to put out a post or make a tweet about her stream saying that if she wants to play, or if anybody else wants to play a game on easy mode, then let them do so. Don't shame them for doing it and um that caused a lot of traction and a lot of people to talk which it like i don't care what you play a game on honestly i i, I kill it. i personally i care more if you beat the game but the problem is if you brag about the game and say stuff like oh i beat this i beat that and it wasn't all that hard and stuff like that and you played the game on easy the problem is people can't be trusted so you don't know what they're actually doing behind the scenes The problem is, is when
0: journalists play in journalist mode
2: and (laughs) they're like, this game
0: is too easy and I beat it in five hours. Like, yeah, well, you played a game where the enemy doesn't even attack you.
2: But I, I think journalists, they know better than that. Like if they play on easy and they say that, oh, they know not to say these mechanics are here and you don't do anything with them. They know better than to do that. They know that they'll know to say something like that. Well, if you play on a harder difficulty, uh, uh, you have to use these mechanics definitely.
0: In a, in a uh, in a perfect world, I would believe you, but we don't <laughs> live in a perfect world. They don't do that. We well, have Taylor. We have Taylor. We have Taylor to do that for us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Taylor is, our, Taylor is our savior. We need. We need him to be that. He's the hero <laughs> that we need. Not the one
2: we deserve, though. Yes, not the one we <laughs> deserve. but yeah, Ollie, you shouldn't. You shouldn't shame somebody if they want to play the game on really easy. I tell my dad all the time at this point. Like my dad, he's not, he wasn't the greatest gamer even 15 <laughs> years ago. I, I got to say he wasn't that great. But I tell him now, if you're gonna play a game, he's retired. He has his little man cave down in the basement, and um. Nowheresville, nice. as I like to call it, but he, you know, he's got his big-ass 75-inch TV <laughs> and stuff like that. Got all the consoles. He doesn't have the latest-gen consoles, but he's got all this stuff. And every time, like, when we're playing games at the same time, like, he was playing Final Fantasy Seven Remake when I was playing it. And then he told me that he couldn't beat this one boss. I forgot what it was. It wasn't the beginning boss. I forgot what boss it was. But, um, I found that particular boss to be easy. I remember. Even playing on normal, I thought it was easy. I just said, Dad just squish the game to easy like don't 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 <laughs> struggle with games anymore like you're too old to be struggling with games like, <laughs> what, what? Just, just play the game on easy and just be done with it man like start start all your games on easy just just do it just do it that way man but i say that i say that and i, but I don't th- i don't think outriders has a difficulty setting I don't, i'm not sure if it does but he's he's playing that. And he's loving it so far so oh cool yeah, I think that's a sort of Destiny like
1: game, if I'm not mistaken. One of those yeah. live service MMO shooter kind of things. But apparently, it's really popular. I know the servers were down like all weekend. That's like all I was seeing people talking about. Was, like, oh, the servers, I can't play, whatever. But yeah. like,
2: here's actually pretty good.
0: Not the servers. Yeah. It just came out.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it just came out. Yeah. But going back to easy mode, I don't know. What do you guys think about easy mode? Do you think people should be shamed or should, shouldn't, talk, shouldn't talk crazy if they play the game on easy mode?
1: Nah, I don't. I mean, like you said, it's like, I think if you want to play easy mode, great. But I also, like you said, with the caveat of don't be bragging like, hey, I mean, this doesn't have an easy mode, but like, hey, I'd be Bloodborne or Dark Souls on easy or whatever. And it's like, um, mm. but like, or, or for example, like um this is not quite the same thing but like on the nintendo switch they have these like uh they have these like this rewind function like if you die in a pit the game you can like rewind the game or whatever or like you can like have save states and stuff and i saw some people making the argument that that's almost like an easy mode because back in the day it's like you have three lies and if you die then you have to start the game over so that's different like if somebody said oh i beat ninja gaiden but i had the rewind and i had save states like that's different than like playing the OG NES Ninja Gaiden with no help or whatever, you know? So play games however you want. I don't care, but don't be bragging if you're cheating Yeah, or whatever. Yeah,
2: exactly. If you played, yeah, if you played like one of those NES games on the Switch and it has like save states and, you know, you could just retry at any point, but you're bragging about beating the game. I can't take you, like, I know I can't take you seriously. (laughs) Like, if you tell me you beat Ghost and (laughs) Goblins... On the Switch, I, I I can't even like, I don't care. Like, okay, you beat it, but that's not it's not a big deal at all, because you get all these conveniences at your at your fingertips. Unfortunately, or whatever, fortunately, I am that old, so I do remember playing those games back in the day. Even even Sonic back in the day, if you died, and didn't have any continues, you had to go all the way back to the beginning of the game. So, you know, nowadays, if somebody does beat one of those types of games. I Yeah, at the end of the day, just don't brag. Don't don't, don't brag about it. I want to play Sonic now. Cuz th- then that <laughs> gives me a reason to tear into you. If you yeah, don't it's... want me tearing into you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the whole uh, in my Yeah, you can play you could play easy mode. I don't like I don't really care. But if you play easy mode and you're a public figure like a Twitch streamer, mm. and then it's my right to make fun of you.
2: <laughs> it's interesting Interesting. On if you're a public figure
0: i i have the right to make
2: fun of you interesting
0: i uh, i just say i should say i should uh, say okay. we we have the right to poke fun because that's hmm. the same thing because you're a public figure and you're like i'm playing a game and it's easy right and you're playing an easy and then they're probably gonna be bags, yeah. like, yeah i beat that game it's like no you didn't
2: you did. not <laughs> That's an interesting take. Um, it's like I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't exactly agree with you, but at the same time, I can't disagree with you on that <laughs> one because it's kind of mean to tell somebody, "Oh, you don't matter. You played this on on easy. You're you're terrible. Actually, you. played on normal you're, or something you're at terrible. least." Terrible. But like, at, at the same time, they should be allowed to play the game at however <laughs> they want. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no, it, no. They're allowed to.
0: It's like see. You're allowed they're allowed to play the game wherever they want and people are allowed to make fun of them for it. It's called freedom, <laughs> people. It's called freedom.
2: So, so you basically yeah. say you gotta accept the consequences. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: if you're a public figure and you're playing the game easy, then just expect people to, you know, to to poke fun at you. It's just the will of the world, man, and it's never going to change.
2: That's what they're so, trying to change. They're trying they're trying to change that mentality. Exactly, so and it's not gonna it happen.
0: <laughs> it is my God-given right to be an asshole. God
2: damn. <laughs> uh, what, just so everybody, that, just let everybody it? know. Ta- um, Nick's um, viewpoints does not reflect me and uh, Taylor's. That's right. That's correct. Thank you for
1: uh, that little asterisk there. Yeah. That I was, was quite,
0: <laughs> I was quoting a movie, and it was Ghostbusters Two, I think. And it mm. was. It's everyone's God-given right to be an asshole. <laughs> I think that's what I think that was the quote.
1: That sounds familiar though. Yeah. <laughs> and what's that other quote? I may not agree with what you have to say, but I'll defend to the death you're right to say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, see, that that fits my that fits my thought perfectly, right? Yep, true. Because it's like, hey, I don't I don't I don't agree with you making fun of that guy, but hey. You put himself up to it for playing easy mode online
2: <laughs> it, it also depends on the streamer like me i i i can i i don't brag about my skill in in games or anything like that but you, you know if somebody caught me playing a game on easy mode yeah they should they, they should call me out for it i'll, I'll say that just <laughs> call, call me out on that bullshit i like
0: that. see when i stream i play i trend i tend to play on the hardest difficulty. Um, I was playing the hardest difficulty on um, uh, what's it, The Evil Within? Don't mm. do it, it is the most painful and yep. frustrating experience ever because the game is just not built for that. But I did it, <laughs> I did it, and I have. And there was a bunch of clips of me just going, No, <laughs> I can't cut, I'm not gonna cuss so as much as I did on there, but
1: it was a yeah.
0: uh, Especially fighting Laura. I think it was Laura. The insta-kill spider lady. Oh,
1: and it? it, it, it's like it, um, the first Evil Within? Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Two is easy. She's hard. Yeah, two is like, it's almost like, um, it almost plays like Last of Us kind of. It's like a survival game. It's not really a horror game.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as scary as the first one, but it felt great. The game felt great when you played it.
1: Yeah, yeah it was solid.
2: See, that kind of reminds me of um, Nocturne, which I tell people, don't start Nocturne on hard. Don't do it. It's it's not worth it. But now, if you play the remaster, I, I don't care what you start on, if you play it on normal or if you play it on hard, you need to play the original PS2 version to get that full Nocturne experience. What's hmm. the remaster doing? I think the remaster gives you... Um,
1: they're adding, adding an easy like
2: a, mode, I think yeah they get they add an easy mode, and it also gives you like a a save state of sorts, like a um a quick save or something like that ah. hmm. i I think it gives you something like that like I'm, not, an auto-save? I'm not sure yeah, like an all save uh, like I can't remember what it was exactly, but it definitely gives you like something that you don't have to start the whole entire dungeon over if you die, basically that's good, that's good, I think that's quality of life i like. If if that
1: happened to me, if I was playing that game and I died in the middle of a dungeon, and I had to start over. I'd just quit the game. I'd be
2: like, nope, fuck this game, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, like I I like literally almost had. I remember one time I streamed it. It was a, it was a tough boss that I had to fight, really tough boss. I barely beat him by the skin of my teeth. I had no MP left to heal anybody. I had no items left to heal, heal, heal anybody. I go into the boss room. I get a bunch of money, and that's it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have to run back to the save point, point. and if I run into any battle, I will die. <laughs> so, so that was just like I was painful. That was yeah. really painful. I don't think I died, but that was painful. <laughs> so th-
0: those are those are the days when if that happens to you, Taylor. That's when you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna start stop play for like a couple days, and a couple days
1: later, it's like, okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> no, nope, I'm just done. There's too many games done. now. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many other games where that respect my time better.
2: Yeah, that's all. It's, it's also like, uh, it, it's also with these easy mode and stuff like that. It's it's, it's about the time. It's always about time. And we and I, and I and again I've been around long enough to say this that when I was a lot younger, um, I would I would read because I've been in this gaming stuff, looking at gaming news, looking at gaming articles for the longest time, and I always looked at um, articles in which they said as I get older, I don't have time to do all this between work and stuff like that. And having a wife and kids, I don't have time now. I'm, I'm starting to understand that. I, I get it. I understand it completely now. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I had, so I have a video that I made about that and that was just like a guess. I'm like, okay, so I know a lot of people that watch my channel. Some of them are starting to have kids. Some of them are married. They don't have time. I'm like, what if I made a video about short JRPGs that you like, you still want to get that experience, but you don't have 60, 70, 80 hours to dump into a game. And that's like one of my most popular videos. I'm like, huh, I must've like, you know, struck a chord or something. And it's funny. Cause I've seen people like literally like tweet. like, Hey, I was, I'm looking for a, an RPG that's 20 hours or less. i like, boy, do I have the perfect video for you, my friend. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, I, it's i mean the struggle is real for sure you know and like you know i don't have kids i don't have a wife or even a girlfriend at this point so i i have all the time to play but even still like just as a human as you get older there's just like more things that you have like more responsibility you know so it's just it just gets harder
2: yep and it's weird because i'm sorry like we're we're in the genre that, that Kind of disrespects your con- your time the most. It's weird. I it's know. Right? Game- <laughs> it's like one of the longest game drivers out there, so t- it's interesting how we like it. I think it's getting better though
1: at, at, at not wasting your time.
2: Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, a little bit. I think some some do it like intentionally. Like, uh, bravely Default Two has like save points and stuff like that. You can't just save anywhere so there's some games do some games let you save anywhere and some don't so and i think it's like a nostalgia thing or something it's like back in my day when i'm playing final fantasy 9 you had to have the save point or you had to be on the world map or whatever
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <sighs> good old days right, right. Mm-hmm. yep so i uh, speaking of final fantasy 9 i actually uh there was, a, there was like a Square Enix sale on Steam. And, yeah. I, bought, and I bought Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, Trials of Mana, and Final Trial? Fantasy XV uh, yeah. Complete Windows Edition. Mm-hmm. I haven't installed Final Fantasy fifteen, because so I just got that just like, hey, let's try it. see what it's like now. But I'm not in the mood to do that. But I started playing Final Fantasy VIII. And oh boy... That game. (laughs) It's like I get it. Like I was playing it, and it has a boost, like a speed up button, right? Right. I feel like that's a curse. Interesting. Because you put it and it feels great. You're like, oh, it's fine. It's really fast. But when you want to slow down it feels like the game's going in jello, like moving in jello. (laughs) Like It starts moving really slow, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is how the game normally is. So it kind of poisons your view on it. Um, But yeah, Final Fantasy VIII is actually pretty interesting, and especially since it's all updated models and stuff, it's pretty interesting how it is. Did you play it back in the day?
2: No. Oh, you never played Final Fantasy ever.
0: I have played Final Fantasy 8. I got to... Which garden? There was some, like... It was, like, some maze. It was a garden. And you go into it, and, like, every screen looks exactly the same. And it was, and you had to, like, pick a right path or something like that. That's where I stopped. I forgot what it was.
1: Oh, is it... Was it a red garden? Or, like, it was kind of red inside? It's... Well, it's a long time ago. And I played yeah.
0: it on mm-hmm. the PSP, and I just don't remember. Okay. But huh, I strange. did, but I did play through it a little bit. Gotcha. But now, actually, I'm starting to, like, I don't think I knew how to play it, like, the junction sh- system I didn't get. But now, I kind of actually do get the junction system. It's like, the summons are, have, like, you could level up the summons, and the summons level, um, the summons freaking level up, and you get abilities from them. And you put, like, the spells are your materia kind of thing, and it's it's like okay, okay, I get this.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. With the speed up mechanic, using that system is way more tolerable cuz like doing it the old way was such a pain. <laughs> like just sitting there.
2: So uh, how do we deal with
1: that? I don't know. It's a wonderful question.
2: <laughs> like I I don't know how we dealt, we dealt with that and I don't know how you guys loved Le- Legend of Dragoon back in the day. I remember playing that on PSP and I was like, this is slow as hell. Like how did you guys deal with this? I didn't deal with it. I didn't deal with uh, it at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I thought you guys, I, try- I thought you guys loved Res- no, Res- that. Res- that,
0: that was all Taylor.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. it's. I tried to go back to it recently and it, it, weirdly enough, it's not the battle system that like is annoying. It's the story. The story is so bad. Like the, <laughs> I, I will say the localization is bad. Like it's, so generic. They like they didn't um they translated it, but I feel like they didn't localize it. If that makes sense, like they didn't add any like specific flair to it. So you, it's just like now we have to go to the castle. I love you, Dart. Oh, but you're just my little sister. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> or and it's like oh, I don't think of you that way. It's like oh god, it's so on the nose, man. I know there's uh, people have talked about a remake of that. That's that game really would I think a remake would serve that game well just because. Of so many things, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's ever going to happen.
0: Yeah, I I started uh, I think three years ago, three or four years ago. I played. I started playing it on my Vita, and I was I just remember like, man, these battles take forever because the animations last a lifetime. I don't know how far I got, but yeah, I got pretty far on it. How did we do it? Simple. I played Tales of Destiny and I didn't have to deal with that crap.
2: Oh man. Always comes out to Tales of Destiny for this man. Always. <laughs> always. always.
0: You guys were playing your Final Fantasy and I was playing the other series. That's right. Um speaking of Tales of Destiny, another game I always talk about, Grandia. Uh, I started playing the remaster on the PC and uh, it's mm. pretty good. It's pretty good. It's uh, I I mean, it's it's running pretty well. It looks nice. Uh, there's some graphical glitches here and there. Uh, so, if you want a really good JRPG that you want to play on the PC or on your Switch, Grandia. You can get it now. It's easy to get. Do it. It's a good game. Very good. It's one of the classics and you're not you're not going to be upset for playing that game.
1: Nice. Is it godlike? Is it good? I like the level up system of that game. <laughs> because How does it work? I don't even remember.
0: So, okay, there's typical levels, right? But to like up your stats, you actually have to use your different weapon types. Like you look into what weapon types your characters use, and each of them have a level and to level them up, you just use the char- you just use them. So you just use normal attack with like a mace, right? And then it levels up your that 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 weapon type. And each weapon type has like a stat to it. It's like if you level up maces, you get vitality plus one and HP plus one. So level those up, and that's how you level up all your stat like level up your stats. And then magic's the same way. It's like, okay, to you to you have your fire, your earth, your wind, and your water. And to level those up, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and to level to level to uh, level them up, you just use the spell. So you just constantly use the spell, the spells, the spell types, I should say, and you level up those things. And each like each element has different stats to it, like plus MP, plus wisdom, plus magic, stuff like that. So just you using all the stuff in the game levels your character up. And holy shit, I could break that game. Because I destroy everything. Because I I grind like crazy in that game. And it's not really required. It's not required at all. I just enjoy doing it. Nice. And like the other Grandias don't do that at all. The Grandia 2 has like spell books and mana eggs that you use special level up coins that you get from battles. To level up your characters. So... Hmm, Uh, that's an interesting concept, but I just, I like the first one better.
1: It's amazing how many times RPGs try to reinvent the wheel. It's like, okay, so you get this little thing and then you level that up and then you can pass it to anybody else. Okay, and then the sword gives you abilities and then the sword can go to different people. And then you just level up and you get abilities normally. There's like a million leveling up systems. It's like, I don't know, it's just kind of (laughs) interesting.
0: It's interesting, but kind of kind of hurts when you have a favorite series and then it completely changes itself. Hmm. Like from Final Fantasy VII, the Final Fantasy VIII, to Final Fantasy IX, each one, and Final Fantasy 10, each one's completely different. Yeah, I've I've also been playing Tactics Ogre, which is fun. Slowly playing that.
1: I like how before we started, you're like, I haven't really been playing anything. And you're like, this is like the fourth game you mentioned. <laughs> You've been playing more than all of us.
0: Well, I haven't been like, I haven't done the whole, I'm going to play 35 hours of Monster Hunter Rise in two days kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, yeah. I, I could play more than 24 hours in one day kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. I play like 30 to an hour every day. Because I sleep all the time. Because work is killer. Gotcha. But yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. And then I listened to... Recently I listened to this video. Because I can't watch videos at work. I listened to them. About Final Fantasy Tactics. It was interesting. He was talking about how the game is super easy once you know how to play it. And how you can exploit the entire game it's like yeah, yeah. So good game every though. game i know right but it's just like he says that the story is the reason you play that game cuz that story is super super dark and deep and cruel compared to like every other game that came out it's game of thrones before game of thrones
1: yeah it's not your typical lighthearted final fantasy that's for sure <laughs> it's
0: about it's about how ramza from who is a highborn Figures out that the highborn are oppressing the lowborn, <laughs> and how he's part of that system, and how he's trying to like, you know, save face. Final Fantasy Tactics is whoop people, can't like it anymore.
1: Still waiting on that sequel.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, <don't, laughs> I It's just, it's funny to think about that because he was talking about that how Final Fantasy Tactics is super dark and super like really enthralling. Politically and story-wise, right? And then you go to Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, where it's like, oh, we find a book, and now we're in an adventure world, where anyone, where no one can die. Like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I remember in one of my videos, I mentioned how Tactics Advanced was kitty, and so many people got offended. And I'm like, you literally kids that go into a children's book—that's the—that's the plot of the game. <laughs> I'm Like, how is that not kitty? <laughs>
0: No, it is super kitty, guys. It's uh, you got to admit it. Compared to Final Fantasy Tactics, the original, it is super kitty because you uh people can't die. There's no permadeath unless you go to like the lawless zones, which is very rare. And um and uh yeah, it's just like, "Oh, we're going to go on an adventure. Here's a clan, and we're going to go on an adventure, and we're going to fight, and there's rules and you know, you can't hurt me, and yeah, I can't hurt you for reals, and then it says, Have fun. And uh, tactics, it's like, Oh, yeah, there's this evil, demonic thing happening, and everywhere is corruption, and people you care about die. And it's, okay, geez. I, I tried to be very vague because I didn't want to spoil anything. <laughs>
1: yeah a little silly all
0: right so let's go to questions
1: all right
0: and first ones first but first lots of firsts uh if you want to give us questions go to our discord you can ask us ask us there or you can ask us on our twitter just tweet us the question and we'll answer it all links are below
1: and a word from our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. No, <laughs> oh, I wish. Uh, spaghetti
0: asks, what's, fa- what's your favorite and least favorite part about editing videos?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know if this counts as editing, but I hate script writing. The, the writing process it takes forever. I'm so bad about just turning on a mic and going. I need like an outline or like a script or something. But then when it gets, comes to the editing part, that's easy. It's like, all right, I got the captured footage. I got whatever. Let's just go. So this, yeah. for me, it's the writing part. I hate I hate that part.
0: Same. I hate the writing part so much that I don't even make videos. <laughs> <laughs> I have all these ideas in my head, but I'm like, right when I get to the writing part, I'm like, eh, I want to play some video games. <laughs> sucks. Like, editing is easy. <clears throat> I think another part, like... For reals though, is uh, when I edit, I tend to have I tend to have a perfectionist mindset, so everything mm-hmm. looks bad to me, and I have to make it perfect, and I can never get like a video completed because of it. I hate that, but what it is is what it is.
1: Yep, what's the old saying? Done's better than perfect. Yeah, but I hear same. you. I'm the same way. I always nitpick little, like, audio cues or, like, little things that, like, nobody's gonna notice but me. Right? Still me. So
0: annoying.
2: What about you, Shadow? Anything? Um, I guess I got to agree with you guys on the script, because the script is the first thing you have to write, so well, for me, at least, script is what you have to write first. You have to get that together first, and then get the audio together. And I don't hate Doing audio, but it's annoying when I like I have to rep- record and re-record because I'm lisping or something like that, or something comes out the wrong way, or something, or something mm. those lines. Um, sometimes I don't even really go, I don't be really bothered, to, um, to fix it. Sometimes so I just say, uh, you know what, fuck it, I'm done. I don't feel like I do <laughs> like doing this anymore. Um, the editing portion could be a problem for me only because I need to go get the footage. It's kind of tough, because I'll, I'll talk about multiple games in one video, so I'll need to gather footage for those types of games. Hmm. Like, what oh, was a video that I just did? Um, I forgot what's called, but I had to get different examples from, like, for, like different games, from Xenoblade Chronicles, I think, to Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as well. Like, I had a whole bunch of games I had to go and get footage footage for, and... That might sound easy, but it's just it, it's annoying when I gotta go grab the switch, grab the game, put it in, and figure out where I need to get that footage from. <laughs> Play for 40 particular.
0: hours and then can't find the spot. Where is this spot? I need to record. Beat yeah. the game and you still don't
2: know where it is. That's another thing. I I like I don't record footage. Like I, I don't know how you, how how you do it, Taylor. But if you, if you go in, if you are about to review a game. How do you record the footage? Do you record? Do you just play the game normally and don't record, or do you record footage after you've like played played the game or finished the game or whatnot? Um, usually, usually, I do
1: something like this. usually, like the depending on how long the game is, usually I'll record as much as I can from like the beginning, like skip the past through tutorials because nobody cares about that footage. But, like, usually I try to keep the footage to the beginning because people are so, like, anal about spoilers and stuff. So I try to only record a lot at the front. And then if there's, like, a specific thing that I need that I just didn't get for whatever reason, I'll, like, load the game back up and try to get footage of it. Like, I think, like, Yakuza is a good example. Like, oh, I didn't have enough footage for, like, one of the minigames. So I'll, like, go to where the mini game is and just record for a few minutes to get some footage of that. But... Usually that's how I do it. And I got pretty lucky because my cousin gave me this eight terabyte external hard drive. And so basically what I do is I try to record a lot of footage when I do a review, and then I'll dump it onto that external hard drive. And then when it comes to like game of the year time, I'll just grab clips for, you know, if I need it again, or if I know like, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'll try to keep that on my hard drive just because I know that's probably going to come up again. So I'm probably going to need some footage from that. but yeah, that's kind of
2: that's kind of how I do it. I need to yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah, I have a whole <sighs> bunch of footage that I just keep from from various games. I got like three or maybe two external hard drives that just have like like the majority of it is just gameplay catcher. Oh wow, nice. <laughs> I, I just don't I I don't get rid of it because I never know if I'm making another like top video or list video that I'm gonna need mm. that game so. Yep. I, rather than finding the game, you know, taking out the, the stuff to record, I just grab the old footage.
1: I think, or if I'm lazy, I'll just get a trailer or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I'll find a video on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, just the, it for it. One of the worst things that
0: I go through is when I do voiceovers, it's like, hello, welcome to my video. I like to play JRPGs. These sound like a freaking robot. I hate that. It's like, how do you, it's like, got to make it more natural. And I, for some reason it always turns out to be a robot.
1: I think that just comes with practice. Cause I, I mean, if you look at like a lot of my early videos or even some of my early, like not even a couple of years ago, like I, I look back at my final fantasy 15 retrospective thing, that voiceover and that like, oh, it's so cringy. It sounds like I'm tired or like I haven't slept in a week or something. I hate it. Was and it now not, was it was it not the like.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the gaming shelf. Let's talk about the latest JRPG.
1: No, there was that, and then there was Shinkara, where I was like trying to do this. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I like purposely made my voice high pitched because I was trying to sound like an anime character or something, and it just sounded so bad. It sounded like I don't know. It was it was bad. Like very quickly, I got rid of that because it just sounded so terrible. Did you actually artificially?
0: raise your uh high pitch your voice or did you do it just naturally
1: no i purposely. i was like okay anime characters they're usually like a little a couple octaves higher so let's like try to have like a high pitched voice i did it on purpose um but then i was like that's stupid
0: <laughs> man what happened to the day where we used to make videos on the fly where it was like all right let's make this video okay and we just did it without a script and they always turned up hilarious
1: <laughs> i'll i'll get in the mood for you. you know what i the really thing the thing that i really hate about youtube sometimes is sometimes you spend like dozens of hours doing this finely crafted like review or retrospective or whatever and then sometimes you're like ah you know what i'm just gonna fart out a video and just see what happens and that fart out video does way better than the one you spent more time on and it's like
2: God and, then, and, and then you try to recreate that magic and it just doesn't click it doesn't hit like you it's weird how that works sometimes. There's, like, so many factors. Like, when did you upload it? What kind of tags did you use? Like, it's so many factors. And then it's just, just YouTube can just be, like, assholes and just, like, not put you. I, I think it has something to do with YouTube and the algorithm putting you in the recommended section or something like that. And then you might see a surge or something like that. But you you don't know when it's going to do that. No. Nope. But I will I, say, I, yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll just say this one day. Like, I, I, I know a video, like, a couple of weeks ago that I think in, like, two or three days it got 20,000 views. I'm like, this video, oh, as fuck. How did it just come, how, how did it come up and get 20,000 views? I don't know how that happened. It, it, it's weird. Out of yeah. curiosity, do you remember what video it was? I don't remember what video. Uh, maybe it was a, I know it was a list video. I don't know which one it was. I can't remember which one it was.
0: You know, Taylor, you know what I want you to do? What do you want me? To do? I want you to take one of our old videos, not GSP, the videos that we used to make a long time ago. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Upload
0: it now. Make it a super fancy thumbnail, you know. And see how it does.
1: <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs>
0: it's April, it could be like an April Fools joke, you know, kind of thing. That is April, but it would be funny just to see like you repost a really old video, maybe like um the health packs or that what's in the first aid spray kind of thing and see how people <laughs> react to it like what the hell is this
1: that would be interesting <laughs> i will say though shadow the only videos that regularly get a lot of views like like i can only do this a couple times a year um, i have a video that's similar to your jrpg lineup thing and it's doing well and yours. Those always do well for you. Those always are like your most viewed videos. And then like I have a video. It's like top five JRPGs of X year. And those always do really well. And then everything else, cause I guess because it's so straightforward, you know what it is. I have a hard time trying to make something else compelling that is either a review or just like a opinion piece or whatever. This may be t- getting too into the
2: weeds. I'm sure people don't care about this, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just that those videos, those type of list videos, those 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 just do well. The, the algorithm loves it, and not only do the algorithm love it, people just love it. People just just love seeing list videos. That's why some like YouTube channels that do nothing but list videos, like top five this, top five that. They just they gain they gain a lot of um traction because people just like people just
1: like top five, top tens.
2: I
0: don't, I don't know what it's about. Top seven Taylor voices.
1: That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like what's his name? I'm sure you know this guy, Eric Landon. He has a JRPG channel. It's all he does is lists, and like yeah, they all exactly. do a lot of He gets a lot of views. So it's yeah, like hey, man, exactly. good for yeah. you.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know that that's pretty much all his channel is about. And I'm like, I, I'm not, like I'm not saying like um I, like when I'm trying to do something else. He's not gonna get that many views. But why 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 should he have to? <laughs> right? The yeah. List, the list videos do do good, and sometimes the list videos. Sometimes they just. This. Uh, i don't say but, that they're uh, out of pocket but that they're they're just they're questionable to me to say the least <laughs>
0: top five but, characters that have green socks
2: let's get on but uh, but hey if people people <laughs> like it and people are viewing it i, I, I can't knock it Let him do what he wants
1: <laughs> yep right <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right surreal killer asks game pass is aggressively negotiating for JRPGs and classics aplenty Do you Mm -hmm. think that this gen is going to be taking the JRPG crown from Sony? P.S. I'm super sour that Octopath went to Xbox instead of PlayStation.
2: Wait, what happened? What was the question?
0: Uh... Game Pass is aggressively negotiating for JRPGs and classics aplenty. Do you think that this gen is going to be taking the the JRPG crown from Sony? P.S. I'm super sour that Octopath Uh, went to Xbox instead of PlayStation. Is it on Xbox or is it only on PC? No, no it's, on, it's Xbox. on Xbox. It's
2: on Xbox yeah. and PC, I believe. Interesting. I have a video about that coming up pretty soon, actually. Hopefully by the end of this week. Um, but yeah, Xbox is being very aggressive when it comes to getting um JRPGs on their platform, which you can't knock them. We we've, we've always said that they don't have you know JRPGs or anime s games on their platform, and they're making the effort. What what company do you not want to see? Make an effort to get games. That, that that makes sense to me. Um, they might actually have a shot at taking the, the, the um the JRPG title from Sony, quote unquote, because Sony has been doing a pretty bad job as of late. You know, they shutting down um game fronts. Um, they're shutting down studios. Japan studio shut down. A lot of um Japanese developers are leaving. A lot of Japanese companies or leaving the company in general. Um, Sony is just not interested in Japanese games or anime S games as they once were, because probably because they just don't make the money that um, they uh, they want to. And the company has moved to um, California. It's become more of a Western based thing. Well, it's starting to, if anything. They're making but, um,
0: they're making the generic Sony third person shoot uh, third person game.
2: Yeah, and Sony it, exclusive
0: third person game. Let's say that.
2: It's possible if 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 Xbox plays its cards right, it could take over the JRPG market because they got the deep pockets to make it happen. We already know Square Enix is behind them 100. percent They may not get the, the um the JRPG day and date, but you know eventually it's gonna come, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's just um it's weird to even to even say that um Xbox has a chance considering they don't do so well in Japan. But what does it matter when pretty much, like, um, I don't want to say JRPGs, but gaming in Japan is kind of low-key on a decline. Like, people like the Switch more because it's on, it's portable, for the most part. And, you know, portability is something that, you know, Japanese love. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it is weird that Xbox is getting these um JRPGs, but hey, it, it is what it is. I, I ain't mad at it. And they only they got Octop- to- they only got Octopath, right? No, that's <laughs> no. They got other games. That's what well, my get. videos are. They have they have well they have like um other JRPGs. They have Dragon Quest Eleven now. Um mm-hmm. uh, it's on and that's on Game Pass. They have Disguaia Four, which is only on Game Pass. Really? I didn't I didn't know that. Okay. Wow. They have it on PC, Game Pass on PC, but it's still on Game Pass. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kinda got an asterisk there. They got um Cold Vane. Um what else they got? Tales? They got I mean, of Tales, of, uh, yeah, Tales Hesperia, of Asperia or whatever. They got Tales of Speria And they have all the Final Fantasies. Well, 7, 8. Yakuza also. Yakuza, yeah. So they got all this game. They, they're trying to fill a void that they had. You can't knock them for that. As long as they're, I guess, still appearing on other platforms, there's nothing to worry about. Once they stop appearing on other platforms, that's when you probably should start worrying and start saying stuff. But for now, they're just they're filling a void. It
0: it just it's
2: just guaranteeing a PC port. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, th- I think they're third class citizens when you think about it, because first like most of JRPGs appear on PlayStation, then on Nintendo, hell even PC. And then they go to Xbox for the most <laughs> part. Like they're third class citizens, but you know, eventually they'll get it. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if one day's an announcement by um NIS America saying Oh, the Trails of Cold Steel series is now on Xbox on Game Pass. Wouldn't surprise me in, 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 in the least. That would be wild. If that would be Xbox. wild. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and, and people if people say, Oh no, it's a FICOM company, and, and you know, it, you know, Sony and Falcom are and you know, they all got these deals. Listen, man, money talks, and Microsoft got all the money in the world to throw at companies.
0: I mean, all I right? could s- I could see it actually, since they're already on PC. They could do. They could go on the Game Pass on PC. Maybe not on Xbox, but on PC, I could see it going on Game
2: Pass. If, if Microsoft and Xbox go to um, NIS America and cut the check, you think they're gonna say no? Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, come on now. Say yeah. Here, here you go. Put them on there. I
1: I I hear what you're saying. I I'm torn because I feel like, like you said, they're making the moves. But I still think, I don't know if it's like longstanding relationships or whatever, but like Persona is not on Xbox still, right? Like Persona is not on Xbox. Final Fantasy 16 is going to be a PS5 exclusive launch. Final Fantasy 7 Remake is still a PlayStation exclusive. Weird. I, I think a lot of games are going to, I just think because all these studios just have a longstanding relationship, What's really weird is I don't know why companies don't put games everywhere it's not like some like persona right persona 5 royal that wasn't like sony paid them that's just they decided to make that exclusive for some reason and i don't know why but like 16 that's like hey square here's some money only put this on ps5 so there's like this weird thing in japan where it's like some sort of loyalty or they feel like it's not going to be worth the time spent because like you said like people don't play xbox in japan so it's like if they put persona 5 royal on xbox like is it even worth making that port because like there's probably not even enough people to like make it worth it at least in japan worldwide maybe
2: oh yeah worldwide exactly yeah worldwide it might be a more of an argument business decision to do it
1: yeah i i just think it's too early at this point i mean there really there's not even been a jrpg released on ps like next gen i don't think
2: uh, to PS5? No, because I think if there was, I would have got a PS5, but now I have to play it.
1: Yeah, and like, Demon Souls doesn't really count. No. You know, one, it wasn't even the remake wasn't even made by a Japanese studio. It was made by Blue Point, who I think is a British studio.
0: Interesting. I might be
1: wrong on that. Blue Point. Games.
0: It might
1: be, but it, but it might, anyway. Point being, um no, they're in Austin. I'm totally wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> The guy that did interviews was British, so I assumed they were a British studio. Anyway, um, yeah, let, let, let's like revisit this conversation in like a year or two maybe, because it's like, all right, you know, if we get like two, a, a couple right off the bat that make me think Sony has this in the bag by default right now, Final Fantasy 16, going to be exclusive, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade, exclusive. It's not out yet, but Final, um, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, that's only going to be on... PS5 on next gen. I don't even know if they mentioned a PC port. I don't remember. But like, those are some big games and like, what does Xbox have? They have Tales of Arise, but that's also going to be on PlayStation. Like, I can't, I don't know what else they have.
2: So. I, I, I don't know if um Xbox would take over per se, but they definitely would probably be like eventually, like as ga- games that are just going to come over there eventually. Like, I'm pretty sure like like I'm pretty sure it's early, but the next Dragon Quest game will probably come out to Xbox as well, as mm. being on Switch as well as being on PlayStation. You know, um, yeah. like it get, get to the point where the Tales of games are. You know, the Tales mm-hmm. of games, like you you hear a Tales of game coming out, you know it's going to be on PS4, you know it's going to be on Xbox, you know it's going to be on PC. It's going to get to that point where it's definitely going to be on Xbox. That's what that, that's That's kind of what I'm saying.
1: Sure, that's fair. Yeah. Um... And like you said, there, I mean, there's something too that uh, that deep pocket th- thought because, you know, Microsoft, they'd they be throwing money around right now. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's there were I mean, there's been rumors for a long time that they were going to buy Sega, which owns Atlas, which would be that would, again, that would be pretty crazy. But there there's talks that like they're going to buy discord for like 10 billion or something insane. So it's like if they can just drop that kind of money like there's no telling what they could do right.
2: it's interesting because like they, they like all those things like oh buying sega or buying discord you know that's within microsoft's like you know um striking striking range they could potentially do it because they got the money to, to do it and you would think microsoft would just like had dropped xbox after a certain point in time like after the Xbox One, when it first launched, it had all that bad publicity behind it. You think Microsoft would just dropped Xbox as a whole? But no, they're still they're still back in the console. It's it's crazy. I mean, it didn't do terribly last gen, but it definitely didn't stand a chance against the PS5. It got overlapped by the Switch. So, seems that like Microsoft still think it's viable to be in the gaming market, and they're making all the moves necessary moves to stay in there to stay there.
1: That's true. I mean, that's more than uh, than Google can say. I mean, <laughs> Google—they barely gave. They didn't even give that thing a year, man. That was brutal. And they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna open these studios, and it's gonna be crazy." I yeah, just kidding. <laughs> you know, um, they're they're really digging their feet in. They must see numbers or something. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what they're seeing, but they must see something because you're right. They like they're gobbling up studios. The Game Pass is going crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see for sure.
0: All right, so let's do one more question.
1: Uh, from all right. Will
0: Kreppelin asks, What do you guys think of import sites like Play Asia and Shop4 Megastore? Do you ever use them, and if so, for what? Aside from avoid- avoiding steel books because you have a brain thing, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I feel called out. <laughs> um for what it's worth, I bought that on eBay, not on, uh, PlayAsia, but, um, <laughs> not anymore. I mean, uh, back on the PS, in the PS3 days, it was like, it was so unknown if we were going to get a lot of these games. So like back then I imported games like, uh, Nino before it came out, um, X Troopers, which is really funny. Cause there's somebody in the discord that's playing the 3DS version right now. Um, but yeah, like there are a lot of these games that just never made it over. But now it's like there's so many little publishers. Somebody is gonna grab one of these games. Did you so... import
0: Senran Kagura?
1: Oh, you're right. I did import. Sen- that's a, that's also true. Yeah, but that I, I I was like nobody's gonna pick this up. Like nobody. But then sure enough, here we are, and they're importing like the weird pinball game, and the became Shadow's the little favorite massage series. game. Yeah. <laughs> You know, weirdly enough, I'm kind of interested in that like Neptunia cross center and Kagura game. It's got a really crazy Japanese name, name, but anyway. um, Yeah, this was that was back in the day when it was uncertain. And if I really wanted a physical version, now I just don't care. I mean, this is being me being extremely privileged. Most of the games that I want to buy, I end up getting a review code for. So I just just wait and I'll eventually just get it. But um I, they have cool figures and stuff on there. Um but yeah, I, I haven't bought from them in a long time.
0: I imported a ton of Tails games on there. Hmm. And that's it. That's all I've done. That's like Tails and then I bought a, oh no, did I buy it from there? No, I didn't. And um what's it called? Grand Blue Fantasy.
1: Oh, to get it Versus, a little bit early.
2: Yeah, I, I ordered it there. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't import anymore. Like, I, I, didn't even import back in the day. I only remember importing one game. I think it's called Moe Chronicle. Mm. And it had Asian subs, and I was like, okay, it's still in English. Um, I, I'm gonna import that because I, I honestly thought it was gonna be a rare game. Um, turns out that wasn't the case because it's just released on PC. So. Yeah, that was kind of pointless for me to even consider um, importing but yeah importing I, I i don't do that much anymore I, yeah. I didn't do much back in the day either so. it was cool
0: just being able to import like finding out that I'm able to finally buy the Tales games that I wasn't able to get that was a good cool whole thing back in the early 2000s true so okay. yeah that's that's the thing but yeah that's going to be the end of this episode Thank you for listening, watching, and doing all that stuff. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and smash that like button.
1: (laughs) Yes, Smash it.
0: Smash it. And, yeah, we'll be back, hopefully, next week. You know, work and life gets in the way sometimes, so sometimes there's a little gaps, but yeah. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Later.